Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Yes. This is Real Talk with Matt <laughs> and Carrie. And we are excited to be joining you once again on a Monday Morn. sometime. We don't ever we have We made a, it before noon today. Yeah, I feel which like is that's a win. pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so yeah, hey, we're excited about today's show. We're, we're um, doing part three of... Uh, the sex talk, and yeah. we just decided to talk about sex a little bit because, um, well, honestly, you guys have seemed pretty interested. So yeah. um, here's what we're going to have you do. We're going to ask you to go ahead and share this video. It's only going to be up for the duration of the video yeah. because uh, we'll pull it back down and then uh, you can jump over to our YouTube or um, um, iTunes or Spotify you know, or I Google saw. Play or whatever you do, wherever you consume your content, that's where you can catch us. I saw okay. on YouTube yeah. that we um, we have about 50 subscribers. 50? Yeah, which I thought was pretty good. But I thought that's... we should get a goal to have 100. Okay. So like then when we have 100, we'll give away like a date night. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So okay, subscribe cool. to our YouTube page. And then when we get to 100, we'll enter all of our subscribers in uh, so, a drawing. Okay, cool. That's a great idea. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Okay. Um, what would the date night consist of? Like, what would what would we put in there? I don't know. Probably dinner, obviously. Okay, obviously dinner. Uh, oh. Maybe like 402 gift card. Okay. But I mean, that's pretty cream? local. That's pretty local. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So maybe we could Ooh, do yeah. like a Visa gift card. Yeah. Or like Venmo. Yeah, we, we just can, Venmo, oh, like let's $100. Venmo cash. Let's yeah. do that. Okay, okay $100. Let's say $150. $150. dollars date night. What? No, no, no. Okay, so if we hit 100 and we stop there, we will do a $100 date night. Next Monday. Uh, next Monday. Goal? Let's do it. Next okay. Monday, if we hit 100, we will do a $100 Date, date night. night. If we reach 102, we will do a $102 okay. uh, date night. That'd How about fun. that's fun? So we will go up and to we'll go up to $200 by next Monday. Well, so if, if we get 200 subscribers, it'll be $200, but 100 for me. You don't there. let me talk. Sometimes. Oh no, no, I do. I always let and you talk. Go. If you don't have a date, it's okay because it's just cash. It is just so cash. You don't Come even have on. to tell your husband. The, just kidding. Yes, you do. This is for date night. It is for date night. But if you're single, night. if you're single, if you're single you do whatever maybe you want. Uh, this gives you the opportunity to mingle. Or, you know what yeah, I'm saying? invite someone on a date and Let's then tell us go. about it. That'd yes, we want to hear your date night yes. feedback too. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, well, yes, we do. Yes, I we love date night stories. do. Okay. Yes, Let's get we talking about do. Some sex, we're huh? going to talk about. Here's what we're going to talk about today Week on three. the show. Uh, we I like to call it a show. It makes me feel okay. so official. All right. If only you guys could see. I'm sure you can see some of um, our, our studio. It is the most ridiculous room ever. Right, but it's in it's in construction. Some of you guys know. Some of you don't know. We pastor a church in Lincoln, Nebraska, and we purchased a building. It's an old hundred and three year old yeah. building. And so we are slowly but surely, room by room, room, by room. making yeah. some renovations. And so we get the corner of uh, one of the rooms That's to do this. Yet. And um, so, it's you, all right. you know, it's all right. Here, look, you can see a little bit more of the room on this shot. Yeah. And, but, you know, it's, it's, it it's it pretty, is. you know. So up. look at the walls not painted and all this stuff. Anyway, anyway. Uh, I like to say show because it sounds a little bit more official and yeah. makes me feel good. Anyway. But let's go. What let's are we talking about today, babe? So we're going to talk about 
Sex? Yes. And we're actually going to talk about recreating intimacy after a betrayal. Mm. Because dun, dun, dun. a lot of the marriage counseling that we do kind of centers around betrayal. So what what are some things that would qualify as a betrayal? Um, well, you know, the things that we have kind of discussed that would qualify is obviously an affair. Right. But um, affairs can be emotional right. and they can be physical. Talk to me a minute about an emotional affair because some people may not consider uh, like an emotional connection with yeah. somebody of the opposite sex to be an affair. So what yeah. does that look like um, for those of us who maybe aren't certain? Well, I would say it would look like sharing intimate things with someone who's not your spouse. Like yeah. Um, if your go-to person to call when something's great or bad yeah. is someone of the opposite sex that's not your spouse, I think that's probably maybe it. Or, if, I mean, if you're just having feelings for somebody and yeah. like you're thinking about them and, you know, you haven't acted on it, so you feel like, well, it's okay, but you're still, there's still But you're a, letting a line situations maybe play yeah. out in your mind and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big deal. And it, it is a major problem because yeah. you guys know this, that, um, that, uh, you know, intimacy, which we're going to talk about here in yeah. a minute is not only based on what we do physically, but really mm -hmm. emotionally and spiritually as right. well. So it's a big, big, big yeah. deal. And we've kind of, um, We've I kind of, think we all know what a physical affair is. Right, physical, with physicalness. Physicality. Physicalities. Uh, pornography could be a pornography betrayal. Pornography can uh, lead to a betrayal. Yeah. Uh, lies. Lies. About maybe... Um, Anything. Yeah, I think just we kind of categorize like lies and secrets. Like not being... Right. Because I mean, I think when I find... If I... I mean, I'm sure you've lied to me before. Not recently, hopefully. Babe, yes. Remember when I used to lie to you all the time? Yeah, because, about stupid things. Yes. Because you didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't want to get in trouble. I had a bad experience as a kid with my mom. Mom, I love you. But, <laughs> you know, growing up, yeah. single parent home, mom well, had to be the heavy handed. I mean, I, she had three boys. I don't think it matters that it was a single parent home because I find our kids lying to me about stupid stuff just to avoid getting in trouble. Yeah. Like, yeah. did you clean your room? But then I remembered, yes. oh, no, yeah, didn't. also, you're not my mom, so right. I don't have to but worry about But we had to work through that, like, yeah. because I was doing some things that treated you like you were one of my kids. Yeah, that's so, true. We could probably talk about yeah. that in an episode that's at some point. That's definitely an episode. Uh, let's just, can... Uh, we'll make a note. I wish we had an assistant. I know. We don't. We don't. Um, Maybe one day. I think, I think the, you know, <laughs> any time you find out you've been keeping something from one another, you can feel betrayed a little bit. And so yeah. it's really a wide range of betrayals. Like, obviously, the extreme would be a physical affair. Right. But it doesn't hurt. I mean, and it. That's, that's the category that's, that everybody kind of right. chalks it up. But like, really, there's hey, lots that's of a things, big deal, right? There's lots of things that come between intimacy. Because intimacy, as a definition, is transparency with someone else and intentionality. And so if you have these lies and secrets or addictions or anything, emotional mm -hmm. affairs that are going on, it automatically causes a rift in that transparency and the ability to be totally open and vulnerable with right. somebody. You know, and I think, I think ultimately, um, you know, there are some things that people might say, well, you know, some, some people are okay with, with pornography. 
you know, but the reality is no matter, um, you know, if, if you were okay with me looking at pornography and that was an active part of my lifestyle, what it does is it still creates a separation in the level of intimacy that we're supposed to have because maybe, um, or, or you're looking at pornography and, and I'm relieved because, I mean, let's be honest guys. She just, sometimes I feel like she wants me for my body and that's it. Right. So any, let's be real. Do this we is want, real talk. This is real talk. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Anyways. Anyway, what I'm saying is it does. It creates a rift. Yeah. You know, and it, it creates a separation. And that's the problem is, you know, like you might say, well, I'm okay with pornography. I'm a, We're okay with um, introducing that. But remember, last week what we talked about was anything within the context of the marriage bed is mm-hmm. okay. Um, but bringing in pornography, bringing in a third party, bringing in other relationships, that's not okay right. because it creates separation and where there's separation, there can't be, there can't be ultimate intimacy. Right. You know what I mean? And that's the goal for a covenant relationship, yeah. a marriage. You and know? so what we looked at kind of is, is to take steps to heal after a betrayal. Because so, yeah. a lot of times what people do is they either just give up and they're like, forget it, I'm done. Or they just ignore it and they say, I'm fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Let's just move on. And they never actually deal with it because I promise you it comes back. Especially, don't you think especially, and this is kind of maybe been a few experiences that we have when maybe the, um, Oh, the woman has been unfaithful and it, it's a real hit on the masculinity of a man. Right. And so they're just like, it's okay. It's okay. No big deal. No problem. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we, we buy this lie as men that we have to be overly masculine or like, we don't care to get over something. But guys, I'm telling you, you can't live your life like that no. because it's going to eat you from the inside. We got to be open and we got to be honest because we want to recreate intimacy mm-hmm. even on the heels of betrayal. So let me ask you this as we're diving in okay. to this conversation. If there has been a betrayal, okay, okay. Um, no matter what it is, whether it's seemingly small or really big, um, what, I mean, okay, do you believe that you can ultimately move past that and heal? I mean, I, I do. I think that we've seen it, um, but it really takes both parties. Um, it takes both parties committing to the process of healing, which is honestly, it's going to get ugly before it gets better. Right. I mean, it's not just going to, okay, we're good. We're moving forward. Like it's going to get ugly first. And so I think both parties have to be committed to working through that process. Yeah. If it's just one person trying, it's, that's tough. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, I would never tell somebody walk away. I really encourage people, obviously, you've got to know what the Lord's saying. You've got to be able to work through this together. But I mean, and and people know that are listening that we come from this, from our background as pastors. Uh, Yeah, we're, we're, we're involved in the church world. And so, um, so we're, we're big on, you know, a building, establishing Mm -hmm. and uh, creating a solid relationship with Jesus first. Right. um, And then moving forward that way. But we do really believe that there is potential to heal from any type of betrayal. But the reality is this, we don't come from that type of church world where it's just like, okay, pray about it and everything's okay. Like you certainly better pray about it, but it's going to be a lot of stinking hard work and it could potentially be pain 
full. So let's talk about the process. We have three things. There is a process process that we've highlighted. And we believe you can recreate intimacy. Yeah. So number one. Hold on. Time out real quick. I do want to put a plug in because we told everybody at the front end of this that if our YouTube channel hits 100 subscribers by next Monday, we're at like 43 and a half or something like that. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But if we do, what we're going to do is through all of our subscribers, we're going to draw a name and give away a $100 gift card so that you can have a date night. Okay. So be sure that you hit that subscribe button and, you know, share the video and all the stuff. Was that like a midway? Yeah commercial yeah well also and we have new sponsors oh i don't think haven candles knows that they're a sponsor no they don't they don't want to sponsor us <laughs> they may not want to be associated with our brand i don't know. i understand I think, that i think they'll be okay. so here okay. we go First number one number one step intimacy. to recreating intimacy is time okay yes. we've talked about intimacy and creating intimacy but um, in, in, in past episodes, but here's the deal. We really actually believe that um, the way that you create intimacy and then the way you recreate intimacy are absolutely opposite. Right. Okay? Literally opposite. It's, it's literally opposite. Last so, time it was t- uh, talk, touch, and time. Yep. This time it is time, time first. Time is first. Time first. So what does that mean? Time. Well, Listen, after a betrayal, you need time to process. Mm-hmm. You need time to heal. Right. You need you need time to really discover, okay, um, is it worth it? How is mm-hmm. it worth it? What's it going to look like? And all the different things that you have to really inventory. Because the last thing that you want to do is just be flippant in your consideration of right. what the relationship's going to look like moving forward. Um, because a lot of times, you know, because I want to get past this hurt, because I want to get past this pain, what I'll do is I'll overcommit mm-hmm. to saying, you know what, I'm ready for this. Right. And then throw myself into a situation where I'm vulnerable you know, and, and, and yeah. then end up ultimately being taken advantage of again. But I, I think too, <clears> like <throat> it's hard for some people to just slow it down. Yeah. Like, and I think that's the number one thing with time is you've just got to slow down. You've right. got to really take the time that you need to move forward, to make a decision on how this needs to look, to talk to the right people who are going to encourage you, but also just like to slow down. Right. And, you know, you and can't I, hurry through this process of recreating intimacy. Right, and I think one of the things that we hear often, it would, um, you know, and I've even I've experienced this on so many levels. Like we we know couples that will try to stay together for so long for the kids, for right. the kids, for the kids, for the but kids. But they never deal. And with that anything. is such that's a such such an admirable trait. Like I I value that and I honor you for that. But the bottom line is the thing that you've got to remember is. Why did you get married in the first place? Mm-hmm. You did not get married for the kids. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and so I think that the goal throughout this season of time after betrayal is to remember, okay, why did I marry this person in the first place? Yeah. Why did I say I was going to commit the rest of my life to you in the first place? Because if you can discover that why, then I feel like you can overcome just about any obstacle that's been yeah. put in your way. And not it's that worth it's not it. going to be difficult. Okay. It's, it's worth taking the time. It's going to be worth it. Because you, otherwise you're 
you're like, well, I've got 10 more years with this guy. Yeah. Well, that's no way to waste 10 years. Well, we're going to we're gonna stay together for the like, kids. Work and, on it. Gosh, Do the work. Man. And that's, uh, it's such an admirable thing. Like, yeah. I think that's a big deal. And we applaud you for that. But, but at the same time, you, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You don't have to be miserable, yeah. guys. Yeah. You don't have to. So All right, time, number two. make sure you commit to the process of time and make sure that you give yourself the time to heal. Number two is talk. talk. And so when we talked about intimacy, we talked about talking face to face and sharing yourself, right? But what we kind of think with recreating intimacy is there has to be a place to talk honestly about your feelings, which means that you have to have space to be able to say how you actually feel, mm -hmm. how you're actually processing without fear of anger or fear of hurting your spouse or fear of, I'm gonna make it worse. If you never are able to say how you're actually feeling, how you're actually processing, then you're just continuing to stuff things down and keeping that rift between you guys and intimacy. Like you have to be able to have honest communication, even yeah. when it's hard. And I think That's the key the with this, though, is knowing when the time is right. Right? Right. Because a lot of times what we want to do is just, I feel like talking, so I'm going to talk. No matter what frame of mind you're in, no matter... Like I always really encourage people to pray for the right opportunity. Yeah, and that's and that's honestly why we put time as number one because you've got to be aware of timing in all situations and because you might be ready to right. talk, but I'm not ready to receive and or vice might, versa. And it might be something where you say, I'd like to talk about this. When is the time that we could talk about it? And you schedule it, which is like, do I need to really schedule time with my spouse? Yes, you do. Yeah. Because then you're both prepared to come in and be calm and, and be able to talk honestly about your feelings and how you're processing. Yeah. Because it's so important that you're able to actually say what you're feeling without, you know what I mean? Like that changed for us when we could actually talk about how I'm feeling and I didn't yeah. feel like I needed to protect you from my feelings or I was afraid you were going to get mad and so I didn't want to tell you. Which I did from time to time. You did early on. But we had a moment, we had a few <laughs> moments early in our marriage where we just kind of laid it all out. But what it did, and it, it got ugly. Yeah. It did get ugly. But what it did is it helped us move forward from a place of, okay, we did that. And I still love you. And you still love me. Yeah. And we're still on the same team. Right. And so now we can move forward. Right. And it wasn't necessarily, it was, it was a little bit different dynamic because it wasn't necessarily after a betrayal. Right. But you do have to be able to clearly communicate um, the way that you're feeling. It just, it's, it's such a big deal. Yeah. Like okay? being able to say, when you did this, it made me feel this way. Right. And then it's not saying you did this and you did this. It's saying, hey, when this happened, when, when you know, the obvious thing that happened, when you were looking at pornography or when you cheated on me, it makes me feel yeah. like I'm not good enough right. or, you know, whatever those things are. And, 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 here's, then, and here's something that we're big on, guys. We're big proponents of counseling, okay? Yeah, we are. And so if you, if you find yourself in a situation where with your spouse, you're in the midst of, a, you know, a circumstance that you, you feel navigate. like you're you're not in control i would bring in somebody or go into somebody that you can talk uh and help help bring some order in right. the midst of chaos there's no and some shame in there's counseling. no shame in that matter of fact we both see a counselor and our marriage is decent <laughs> i like our no, you marriage like that knowing you're getting 
listening to marriage advice <laughs> from people with a decent marriage. Man, I like our, I like our marriage. I like our marriage, too. Okay, I don't want to be overconfident. I mean, I think we're doing pretty good right now. Yeah. Uh, okay, last thing. Yeah, last thing. Your last favorite thing. thing. We've got it. My favorite thing. Is touch. Touch. Okay, you yes. do have to reintroduce the touching because here's the bottom line. Intimacy can not only be created one way, okay? Right. We really believe that intimacy is three parts. It is time, it is talking, and it is touching. Right. And, and this may mean... be the most difficult of the three after, after, after a, a betrayal. betrayal. It, I think it either goes one or two ways. Either you jump right back into, all right, let's just too have soon, sex. Right? It'll feel, it'll, 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 it'll feel good. <laughs> I meant to say it'll fix everything. Because you like sex. But what it is doing actually is just <clears throat> avoiding dealing yeah. with it. Or you get so used to not doing that that it never becomes a part of your marriage again. Physical touch is not, it's not a remedy right. for, a, for a deep soul wound. It's just not. It's not. And so, but this doesn't, touching again, doesn't probably after a betrayal start with sex. No. It usually starts with holding, we always tell people, just hold hands. That, like just start our, holding our hands. Our biggest advice for marriage counseling is hold hands. Hold hands. Because it takes you back to where you started yeah. and it, and it rekindles those, those ideas of why did this start in the first place? It, and it's, it's you nice know? touching without it's expectation. It's innocent. And that's the key. Is, it's, it's innocent. It's yeah. pure. It's nice. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's just it's a, letting someone know that you care about them right. and, and that you're, th and you want to be with them. I think that's what handholding says. It's like, Hey, I'm glad you're with me. Right. And I'm glad that we're doing this together. And so starting small, we, and we have no scientific research to no. back that up. It's literally it's just what experience. we've seen. It's our experience and what it's what we've seen really works. And because when people when people actually choose to after I've been married for five years or ten years or twenty years to, mm -hmm. to re engage and just hold hands, go for a walk or something like this, or maybe you're just riding in the car and you're holding yeah. hands. Um, we, we we've seen marriages rule. change. That we don't hold hands when it's hot out. That's true. Like, I'm so thankful that we're on the same page yeah. about that because I don't want to be touched. Don't yeah. touch me at a baseball game. Yeah, I would I, never. I don't want your leg to rub on mine. Yeah, I would never. It's too hot. I mean, yeah. Sorry. But that's why we go for walks early in the morning because it's nice it's and cool. It's true. It's a little too <laughs> early for me, though. So you have, to, honest, you have though. to be on the same page with that. Um, and so I think those are basically, and those are obviously just beginning. I mean, yeah, those like, are just some easy things and, and to start with. And that's the thing, you know, as we're wrapping up here, guys, something that you got to be absolutely aware of, whether, whether it's specifically we're speaking to you or maybe you're encouraging a friend or a loved one and pointing them back to their, their yeah, covenant relationship. And that's one thing process. that maybe I'll say is, Hey, always encourage people to give it another shot, right. you know? And we totally understand. I grew up, um, I grew up, my parents divorced when I was, when I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. And so I understand that not everybody stays married for their whole lives. You know, uh, I understand the pain and the disappointment and the hurt that comes with that, you know? Yeah. So I get it, but I will say that both my mom and dad, I love them so much because they did continue to try and they continued to put forth effort and, and they continued to give it a go until they just, I mean, it was time, like 
we just don't think we can make this work, okay? And so I said all that to say this, if you're a friend speaking into somebody's life, always point them to another opportunity. Try to go again, mm-hmm. uh, help them, help them, help encourage them to exhaust every resource they right. possibly can before matters. they make that ultimate decision, yeah. okay? And so I'll say this to you as we close, if you find yourself in the situation where there's been betrayal in your marriage, keep going. You got what it takes. It's going to be difficult, but it's going to be worth it. And just remember that it's a process, okay? So it's not going to be one month and you're done or two months or maybe even one year, two years and you're done. It might be a continual and ongoing process, but I'm telling you, it is so stinking worth it. And one thing that I always try to do is I try to envision the end when things are good. And it helps me stick out the hard times. Yeah. Like it helps me stick with, okay, I don't know when this is going to look like I want it to, or like it's healthy and happy again, but I'm keeping my eyes set on that day. And so I can go through the pain. I can go through the work. I can go through all this stuff because I want my marriage to be good because I want to make this work. And, and, you know, just continuing to pray for one another. I think that's yeah. another huge piece that we didn't we, even talk about. Well, but yeah. Praying for one another. It's hard to stay mad at someone you pray for. <laughs> it's hard to stay mad at somebody you spend time with. Right. It's hard to stay mad or separate you talk to. It's, it's hard to stay mad at somebody that you'll hold hands with. You we know what I mean? hold hands today. Yeah, girl, I'm about that. Okay. I mean later, but this is nice oh, too. Oh, I'm so <laughs> about that. <laughs> All hey right, everybody! Guys. Thanks for joining us. We certainly, I yeah. mean, are we, we appreciate keep talking about sex. Do we have more to say? Um, I mean, we do have some more questions. We've got some more so que- we may, we may uh, extend this. Y'all, y'all, let us know what you yeah. think. Um, but be you. sure to subscribe over on YouTube because we want yeah. to give that uh, at yeah. least a hundred dollar gift card away on next week. We yes. will announce it. Uh, if we hit the goal before the before goal. our next podcast, and we'll, we'll decide do it. if we want to extend it. If we're close, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We just play by our own rules. That's right. It's our it's, it's our, our podcast. It's our podcast. It's we our can show. Do, that's, it's our show in our sweet <laughs> studio. Look at that studio, y'all. Yeah, it's just it's beautiful. Awesome. Guys, listen. Thanks for joining us. We certainly love you, appreciate you, and we are believing that you will either create or recreate intimacy yes. in the life of your marriage or your potential future marriage. Um, Don't be touching too much if you're not married, though, in Jesus' name. (laughs) We love you. It's been Matt and... Carrie. And this is Real Talk. See ya.